Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 49 of the IT Career Energizer, a weekly podcast where I chat with inspiring IT professionals, consultants, and experts from around the world. To find out more about the podcast, visit itcareerenergizer.com. And remember to subscribe to get new episodes automatically downloaded to your device. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Duncan Hunter. Duncan is a software architect based in Brisbane, Australia. He spends most of his time building enterprise web applications on top of Angular and ASP.NET. Duncan is also a mentor of firebootcamp.com, helping developers get up to speed with Angular and front-end best practices. So, Duncan, can I ask you to fill in the gaps and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me today. Uh, so... That's definitely what I've been up to for the last uh, three years. I've been working uh, with a company here in Brisbane, Australia called SSW and working as one of their mentors in their Fire Bootcamp training brand uh, where we teach uh, a lot of developers Angular. And it's it's been a, a very fun ride working um, with this team of consultants. Uh, but only in the last month, I've, I've stepped out of that role uh, at SSW and gone back to working for myself uh, in the startup world, making a, a new product or revamping a product uh, that actually got me into the industry. So um, very exciting time. Still very focused on Angular and the front-end space and very focused on training, uh, but now dividing my time between uh, redoing this product uh, as a service and training developers. What instigated that change? Why did you want to sort of step out and do it on your own? One thing I've learned working uh, at SSW, it's been a very positive experience. I love working in teams. It, software is just one of these things that's such a massive monumental topic and to be across uh, and be a true full stack developer is, is very, very challenging. Uh, so I'm not so excited to step out and, and work on my own, but I was just, I guess I have this bucket list goal that you know, the way I got into the industry is making this nutrition software because that's my background in nutrition. And I've, we've kind of had it sitting there on the shelf for four years because me and my business partner have been too busy to work on it. And I've just had this kind of itch kind of that I've wanted to redo it. And I get these very awesome emails where customers are so unhappy with how stiff and challenging the product is to use that I'd, I'd really like to redo the product and try and see where I can push it. Yeah, so time for an update and a, and a bit of a refresh. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, Duncan, can you share a unique career tip that the IT career energizer audience need to know and probably don't? Mm. I think I've got two tips. One is for the person who's starting out in software, which is the space that I've kind of been in. And then now I'm kind of in this transition period after being in the industry for a few years. So my tip, my first tip, because I do a lot of training, a lot of people ask me how I got in the industries, is to try and find the team of people that you want to be like. That might be a, a development stack or an entrepreneurial team or a startup team, whoever it is, whatever sphere of technology, try and find the people you want to become like and scramble to add some value that they'll put you on the team. So at first, you know, I couldn't get, 
literally on the team to go learn to do software. And I, I didn't have the time to go back and do another big, you know, stint of university. And I, I specialized in learning Angular and that allowed me to get on the team. And even though I couldn't do nearly as much as everybody else, it really allowed me to get underneath everybody's wing. And day to day, I was responsible for shipping code underneath their mentorship. And I think that's something that I think I see people going, oh, yeah, I'll do this and this and this and this course and this course and this course and this course. And it's kind of like driving a car. You know, you can read about driving a car, but until you actually go do it, it's very different. So I think my tip would be if you're getting into software is that you you need to find the people you want to be like and scramble till they will let you commit code to their code base and and add enough value to them, even if it's in a tiny little slither of their work. You know, maybe it's just writing tests or maybe it's doing support or maybe it's actually shipping code directly to to the most important parts of it but it's getting reviewed by them and and that's just going to fast track so much i think i think that's been the real the real winner for me in terms of being able to to learn to be in this industry duncan can you tell us about your worst it career moment and what you learned from that experience Oh, my worst IT, I have to admit, I've had a pretty smooth ride. I think the worst IT, IT moment for me is the doubt of whether you'll make it. So I, I was a dietitian before and then I quit and oh, I didn't quit. I, I, I very slowly transitioned. I didn't just do this. I'm over nutrition. That wasn't the case. I was fully fledged practicing dietitian in Australia. I had my own business and everything was fine. I was doing well financially and things were good, but I was just falling in love with software. And I went along to this boot camp, uh, a six-week boot camp to become a, learn about software. And I thought, if I finish this, then awesome. I'm going to jump all in. I've kind of proved enough. I'd been tinkering around for half a year at home, learning as much as I could. So this company gave me a job after I did the boot camp. And where I'm going with this story is that I'd been about a month there. I was very ambitious and kind of frustrated sitting in the back room, kind of helping out with internal things and not really working properly uh, in terms of on the proper projects and didn't feel like I was learning and I wasn't quite fitting in with the developer I was helping out, and which is very unusual for me uh, to not fit in with people. And I remember the boss of the company walked me around the block and gave me a real talking to about my motivation and not being motivated. And I was super low about it because I'm like, wow, this is the first time in my life I've heard someone say, I don't have a good attitude um, or I don't, I'm not motivated, which is really strange for me. And he was kind of like, you know, it's okay, you know, if you're not going to make it in software. Because obviously, I guess I was very stressed out around the change and a lot of doubt. And I remember going, oh, my God, is he telling me that I should give up? And um, and he's like, you know, it's fine if you're like a sales manager. He started out wanting to be a developer and now he's a sales manager. And a general manager, you know, he wanted to be one as well. And now you're kind of uh, – but now he's like doing the management stuff. And, and he started going – and he was kind of saying, you know, it's it's – you're probably not going to make it is kind of the feeling that I got from that conversation. I remember being really low going, oh, wow, am I going to – am I actually going to make it? Like, I, I, am I too old to learn to develop? And I think that, that because at the time I was 34 um, and I'd done seven years of full-time academic study in my other career and I was just, you know, there's that doubt. And I guess that's the worst moment that I've had is, but that's this ongoing fear and stress and it kind of iterates a little bit. That first few months there was, there was pressure for people around me looking back now um, having kind of, I feel, jumps that gap and I feel like I'm a developer now. Uh, the, that pressure, that moment where you're like, 
oh, geez, maybe he's right. Maybe I should give up. And I think that was probably the worst I've had. So that sort of feeling of self-doubt or, or what people refer to as imposter syndrome, was that sort of part of it? Yeah, I guess I, like imposter syndrome, definitely. Um, one thing I've taken from my other career and other learnings through climbing is this, this appreciation for failure. And I guess I worked, I was very, very lucky to get a job around super smart people who, and I think that's, if you get in a team of very experienced software developers, they've got no pressure from somebody junior. And my experience has been super lovely that everyone's been really supportive, even outside of the company walls and social media. Every time I reach out to people, they've been really supportive. So I guess the imposter syndrome, I've been really lucky that people have, I've had a safety net. Um, But I definitely have felt that at times for sure. And I guess, I guess looking back, that's kind of a big part of it was like going, oh, you know, am am I actually a developer? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so moving on from your worst, um, can you maybe tell us about your greatest success in IT? I think for me, I got into this uh, as a dietitian and I made this product we spoke about uh, called Food Zone and I'd hired a developer to make it. Um, Originally, I actually got family to make it because my family's in IT, um, but I wasn't anywhere near the IT world. And uh, it failed and I hired more developers here in Australia to make this product for me. And then I was like, oh, I better start learning IT. So I started learning IT on Pluralsight and fell in love with it and was consuming Pluralsight like crazy, left, right, and center, as much as I could, still working during the day as a, as a, di- as a dietitian, but it, in all my spare time learning as much as I could and really fell in love with it. So for me, one of my big goals, uh, which I've ticked this year, is to come full circle after four years of Pluralsight and actually give back to the, the coursework and and make a Pluralsight course. So that was a lot of hard work this year and a lot of kind of learning about not just, you know, how to write good software, but also how to master teaching and all those things. So for me, a real career highlight is to kind of close that gap and and be an author on Pluralsight for me. I've really enjoyed that process. So what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? I think the thing that excites me the most about a career in IT is, is the love of learning coming from an industry where I really loved everything uh, in nutrition. I enjoyed it, but in IT, it's like Christmas every morning when you get out of bed, <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit geeky, but you kind of got to em- embrace it, huh? Like every morning if, in, in the world that I'm into, I'm into Angular and NGRX and RxJS and TypeScript and Firebase and those sorts of things. Every morning you get out of bed and there's probably a new release each week from that group of people and there's something new to learn and a new toy and some new feature that just makes means I don't have to write that and I can consume it and I can focus on what I do do, which is solve the customer's problems or create features. And, and that really excites me that kind of thinking, I can't see an end to me enjoying learning it and, and being in an industry like it that excites me just the personal passion to be in something that I can't see an end to me enjoying. Okay, Duncan, we're going to go into the reveal round now. Are you ready for this? Yep. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? Definitely it was solving a business problem. As a dietitian, I needed to analyze uh, at a a kind of university level people's nutritional intake. And I I wasn't happy with the, the only product on the market. And I I wanted to, to solve that problem. Uh, so that's what really attracted me to it, but I didn't realize I was going to fall in love with the actual 
the art of coding and shipping software. What is the best career advice you've ever received? At first, I think don't learn backwards. Don't try and learn the world, uh, learn what you're going to apply. And then in terms of learning frameworks like Angular or SharePoint, don't learn backwards and learn SQL reporting in SharePoint if you're never going to use it. Only learn the frameworks you will. And that ties into the other piece of advice I got, which was uh, learn the patterns, not the frameworks. Yes, very true. If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? I would find someone to hold me more accountable to doing code carters with a mentor uh, because even though I was frenetic at learning, I think it would have been great to have had someone with a bigger vision for me to to really drill in some of the core practices around testing and languages and so forth. What career objectives are you focusing on right now? I'm really excited about learning to make software as a service. So how do you do the whole lean startup thing? How do you learn to ship software quickly and then try and find a product market fit and change around that to to find a set of customers who who you're solving a problem for? That's that's one thing that really excites me and at the moment for sure. What's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Oh, I'd love to say teaching, uh, but I'm not. I'm going to say networking. It's not something that you should see as a job or something else. Um, I think networking with like-minded people, you should be at user groups, you should be at conferences, finding the people who geek out on what you're geeking out on. And and then it's not work and it's not networking, but you – you should have an admiration for having a, a large group of people you can talk to who don't work in your building. Yeah, networking. Duncan, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT Career Energizer audience? For me at the moment, the thing that I'm learning in this industry is about there's so much choice right now in IT. There's so many jobs in Australia and, and other places where I travel in Europe and America. There's so much opportunity. It's such a fast-paced business and fast-paced world. You want to choose what you love even over money because it can feel like a lot of work to make software for software's sake, uh, which might sound funny if you love making software, but you really got to if you're not 100% clear and you can't say it off the top of your head what your passion is and what your vision is in software, what excites you, what do you work on for free, then you should keep asking yourself that every day because it's it's the thing that makes work not work. So if you want to keep getting opportunities and keep enjoying what you're doing and, and not feel like work, you have to be very clear about what are the, what are the things you're passionate about and, and good at saying no to the opportunities that you're not interested in. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? The easiest way to connect with me is either via uh, email, which is just duncan at duncanhunter.com.au, or you can um, reach out to me on LinkedIn. You can pretty easily find me at Duncan Hunter or on Twitter uh, at Dunk Hunter, D-U-N-C-H-U-N-T-E-R. Brilliant. Duncan, thank you so much for joining me on the IT Career Energizer podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. My thanks go to Duncan for being my guest on today's show. 
Full show notes can be found at itcareerenergizer.com slash e49. In the next episode, I'll be talking with Phil Jepixi, an international speaker, Microsoft Most Valuable Professional, and a passionate member of the developer community. You can get this and future episodes automatically downloaded and available to play by simply subscribing to the podcast in iTunes or whichever streaming service you're using to listen. Have a great week, and remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.